Welcome to On Our Way, a podcast for those wanting ambitious faith, a place for those needing a little pep talk, for those wanting to know they aren't alone in the daily battles and triumphs, and a place to know all of it comes directly from God. He sees you, He loves you, and He is all about being with you every step of the way. What will He teach you today? Let's find out. with episode 13 of On Our Way. I'm really excited about the topic this week because, oh my gosh, all over the internet right now, there have been TikToks and reels and posts and stories and all of the things about what we should and shouldn't be doing, whether that comes down to parenting, whether that comes down to marriage or dating or being a dog parent or where to travel or where not to travel, what energy drink is good, what energy drink is bad. Should we park in the spot closest to the store or the spot furthest away? Should we put both kids in our car on the same side of the car? Or do we put one kid in and then walk the other kid around to the other side? Should we be living together before we get married? Is that a sin? I feel like there's just all of these things floating around right now. And so much of it is just getting thrown into our heads and thrown into our minds that it is really hard sometimes to discern what is right and what is wrong and what we should or shouldn't be doing. And it's, I I don't really have a title for this episode. I'm kind of just going with it and flowing with it, but it's honestly one of those things that even in the last couple of weeks I found have, you know, have just been floating around all over the place. And sometimes you ever find yourself dreaming of like the eighties and nineties when we didn't have the internet, we didn't have Instagram, we didn't have TikTok. We just had our towns, like our little towns that we lived in in the people around us. That's it. And I I kind of love this era or this generation because I swear to you, if my dad would have told me like, I don't know, Larry Bird is the best basketball player of all time, even over Michael Jordan. And I didn't have the opinions of millions of other people telling me otherwise, like I would have a hundred percent believed him. Right. And if my like volleyball coach, for example, in high school told me that setters were the lowest position on the team i would have believed him i would have been like okay well i thought that i was pretty cool but apparently i'm not and you know if my mom would have told me that literally any other cookie was better than a nestle toll house chocolate chip cookie i would love to tell you that i would believe her but i wouldn't because that is the best cookie literally of all time just substitute crisco for butter and oh my gosh you have yourself the best cookie of all time so what is my point amanda cut to the point The point is that so many times, you guys, we just beat ourselves up about what we should and shouldn't do. And last week, in last week's episode, we talked about really making the the right decision. And this topic that we're talking about this week kind of just rolls right into that, what we should or shouldn't do. And also, really the opinions of other people, do they matter? Last week, we spoke about how opinions of people actually do really matter, but only when it comes from those, you know, those really godly mentor-like friends who you trust. And so often my friends will tell me, you know, don't take advice from somebody who you don't want to be like, who you don't want to live like. So when I'm really looking for advice from somebody, my first question to myself is always, you know, do I want to live the life that they're living? And if the answer is yes, then yes, I will absolutely ask them for their opinion. Another question that I think we get stuck on as humans is, 
who we should and shouldn't be. And it's not necessarily the decision that we're making, but more so like the person we want to be, right? The person we should be. We watch social media all the time and just go to your screen time on your iPhone and you'll see what I'm talking about because we're constantly on social media and we could be seeing somebody's highlight reel who's saying, you know, like they're killing it in their business. Maybe they're toning up, they're losing weight. They look amazing. Maybe uh, you're following somebody who found the, just found the love of their life after a crazy divorce and they were treated terribly, or maybe um, a girl you follow just found out that she's pregnant. Right. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm really just like so happy for her. And the list goes on and you're, you're sitting there with your phone in your hand and you're like, what is she doing to make that happen? How is she doing that? Because I feel like I'm doing all these things and it's not happening for me. Maybe I should try it like that. Maybe I should try her diet that she's on. Maybe I should start posting like she does. Maybe I should start dressing like she does. Maybe I should start wearing my makeup like she does. Maybe I should start posting reels in the same aesthetic that she does, right? And you guys, I'm preaching to myself here too. I have been so guilty of this in the past. And it's something that even now, I really have to consciously think about and make the choice to not do this. So maybe you're sitting here today or this month or this year even, and you're asking yourself like, where do I belong? Or where don't I belong? I guess there's a, sometimes a better question to ask. I have a really good friend and she just went to this really, really big conference. And she said, I just don't feel like I belong here. And it made me so sad, you guys, because surface level, she was looking around, she was seeing people who maybe in her eyes, they were, oh my gosh, they're just like stunningly beautiful, like the most beautiful people in the world. They walked with confidence and poise and they had thousands upon thousands of Instagram followers. And truthfully, they were influencers in their right, right? Like they, they influence people. And so instead of her seeing it as, wow, I'm in this room full of people, and, you know, that means that if I'm here, I'm that person too. I'm an influencer. I'm a leader. I'm really, really meant to be here. But instead of thinking those things, she was thinking that she was less than. She was the person who just wanted to go crawl into a hole, go back to her hotel room, or even go back home. And you guys, have you ever been in that situation? Because I have. I've been in that situation so many times, especially being in the network marketing industry, because let's be really honest with each other, pretty girls are everywhere, right? But I want to remind you that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And guess who the beholder is, you guys? The beholder is Jesus. And so I want to dive into maybe just a few stories or scenarios with you because I want to show you that what you think and what God thinks about you are two completely different things sometimes. And truthfully, when we start thinking of ourselves as God thinks of us, we enter this, we enter the room differently. And I just want to remind you too, that any place God sends you, that's holy ground. That is holy ground. And that your body houses the Holy Spirit. And so wherever he is sending you, walk into that room like he sent you there. So I want to start out by saying this, and I want you to hear me on this. And if you need to rewind this section 10 times, so you can just repeat it over and over, do that. But I want to start by saying this, you matter. Okay, I want you to say it with me now. I matter. I matter. One more time, friends. <laughs> I 
matter. Your story matters. Your ideas, they matter. Your dreams matter. Your gifts matter. Your desires matter. Your feelings matter. Your life matters. And I want you to really, really hear that. Because your adversity, it gives you depth and it gives you stories. And I always, always tell my friends, share your stories. Share what you have been going through. Share what you're going through in this moment. Because nine times out of 10, you're going to help somebody get through the exact same thing. I don't want you to ever think, oh, I can't share this, this story or anything that I'm going through because it's too depressing. I can't share that because I'm just too sad right now. I can't share this really big win that I had either because people are just going to think that I'm bragging and I don't want to be, you know, self-righteous. I don't want to, I don't want people to think that you guys share everything that you think matters if you want to. And if you want, if you just want a minute to be sad and just cry and feel it and sit in it, then do that too. But please do not stay in that space because it's a dangerous place when we get in that sad, sulky place and we stay there. God needs people just like you who have been through all the junk. And you guys, I've been through the junk. I get it. And sometimes it is. It's hard to pick yourself back out from it because you have the head junk. You have the heart junk. You have sometimes the people in your life are throwing the junk at you and you're catching it. But God needs those people who have been through it and who have overcome it too. And I want to—I th- want you to think about um, the scenario I just spoke about with my friend. She went to this conference, right? She felt like she wanted to come home the entire time. And she very well could have booked an early return flight home and gave in to the enemy, right? Like she totally could have. But she stayed and she faced those very, very real fears of being in a place with thousands of people she didn't know. And she did it. So I want to fast forward a year, maybe this upcoming year, maybe there's a new girl on the team who's feeling like really, really intimidated to go. She doesn't want to, she knows it's good for her growth though. So she books the ticket. um, And immediately when she gets there, she wants to go home because she's freaking out, right? She's super scared, but who's the most equipped to help her? That's right. It's going to be my friend who already experienced all of this. She's been through the exact same situation and she can say, Hey, I know exactly how you're feeling because I've been there too. I've literally been in the shoes you're standing in. Or like, what if my friend posted a story about this after she got home and the girl who's not on the team yet ended up watching it. Maybe she saw it and she was like, wow, okay, seriously, if she can do it, I bet I can do it too. And if she's going to be there, I know that I'm in a safe place and I can trust her because she's been through what I'm about ready to go through. You guys, God cannot get the glory if you don't tell the story. And I have to remind myself this of this all the time. If something really cool happens to me, I'm like, wow, Jesus, that was so supernatural, so sweet. I cannot believe you did that for me. I, I like fall to my knees in glory. And I always hear him tell me, share it, share what just happened to you because I want to have the glory. And that's why we do everything, right? Is so that God gets the glory. So in this specific case with my friend, in her mind, she was calling herself afraid. She was calling herself ashamed. She was calling herself less than. Um, She didn't think she had purpose. She couldn't see past those words and those titles. And that means the enemy had his foot in the door of her mind, right? And he was continuing to push it open and walk in. And it's our job as godly friends and people of faith to really remind those people of who and whose they are. 
So I'm going to give you guys a few examples. These are some of my favorites when either I'm in this space or I have friends that are in this space. I like I love to send some of these verses to, to them. So so Colossians 2:10 says God says, "I am complete in him who is the head over all rule and authority of every angelic and earthly power." Ephesians 2:5 God says, "I am alive with Christ." Isaiah 54:14 I am far from oppression and I will not live in fear. 1 John 5.18, I am born of God and the evil one does not touch me. Philippians 4.7, I have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. 1 John 4.4, the spirit of God who is greater than the enemy in the world lives inside of me. You guys, Mark 16, 17 through 18 and Luke 10 chapter 17 through 19 says, I have received the power of the Holy Spirit and he can do miraculous things through me. I have authority and power over the enemy of the world. And then lastly, Ephesians 6.16, in all circumstances, I live by faith in God and extinguish all the flaming darts or attacks of the enemy. You guys, I could do this all day long. There are messes in your life. But those messes make you a blessing to other people. God doesn't do anything on accident and your struggles are no different. But I know, I know because I've been there in the middle of it, it's awful. But what you're going through is to help somebody else. These messes, I always like to call them messes because they're messy, right? Like it doesn't feel good. But these messes will turn into messages that are aligned in spirit and truth. And I know that. And I don't know if you guys have ever had the chance to read Believing Bigger by Brene Brown. She's amazing, but she talks about how your life and your presence are really like a brightly lit street, but it's a brightly lit street, but you have to be the one in charge of turning the lights on at night. So today I want to call you, I'm I'm totally calling you out, friend. I want to call you out to be the gift giver. I want you to be the advice giver, the truth teller the faithful friend that pours life into those who are struggling. And even if that's you, even if you need to go old school and put your hand on your own head and breathe life into yourself, be that person, be the creative force that God made you to be. Speak up when you need to speak up, step up when you need to step up. Even if it scares you out of your really cute new pants, step up, you guys stop hiding, stop hiding in darkness You were literally created to be the light of the world. And the enemy wants you to stay in darkness. He wants you to stay alone and isolated so he can just hop right into your mind. And it's not like he busts the door open and comes in and is like, I'm here. Guys, no, it is. He pops a little finger in the door and then he maybe shoves his little gross foot in the door. And then all of a sudden the door is wide open and he's coming right in. We need to learn to slam that door shut and say, not today. You're not welcome here. Right now, I speak life into your future in the name of Jesus because your future depends on it. Maybe this one podcast episode is the message from God that you needed to hear. This is your message. He sees you and you can come out of the darkness. It's okay. God is there with you. And in the case of my friend, maybe someone else's future really depended on her mindset shift or her boldness to stand up and remember who she is in that setting. Maybe somebody else's future depends on her starting point. And I, I love telling that to people, right? Maybe somebody else's future 
depends on you starting, on you saying yes today. You guys, we don't need perfect conditions. We just need to surrender and be willing to let God use us in new ways and in uncomfortable ways. And he's going to start right now. We said this last week. I said, not six months from now, not next week. Now, I want you to get uncomfortable and do what he's asking you to do now. My friend started talking to new people when she was there. She met a new lifelong friend. She was even talking on camera, which you guys, if you knew her, you would be like, no way. I can't believe she's doing that. That's a huge feat for her. She accepted the call. She got uncomfortable and she stayed. So my question is to you right now, will you stay? Will you step out of the darkness and turn your face towards the really warm, beautiful light that is Jesus? Because he is always shining it on you. So let's talk about who we should and shouldn't be. And I know that you've done it because if you're a human being, which I'm assuming you are listening to this podcast, you have, you see someone online or you see someone in person and you kind of start fantasizing about how amazing their life must be. And, you know, maybe it's like the really big family or the huge house or the nanny they have, or those big, beautiful filled lips, <laughs> the black Range Rover rolling in each morning after kid drop off with the, you know, venti mocha chocolate, right? Whatever it is, we've done it. But how do we snap out of it? Like who, who should we be as people? All right, first, let's start asking God for a little assist because after all, he is the creator of the universe. So surely he has some say in our lives and he knows every single hair on your head. So surely, right? Like he can give you some insight as to who we are called to be. And when you truly learn to walk in the security of knowledge that you are actually God's child, and sometimes that takes a while for us to learn, you're not going to be as tempted to compare yourself to other people. And I, I, I said as tempted, right? Because it's still going to come sometimes, you guys, we're human. But I've seen so many people just berate themselves like, oh, here I go again. I'm comparing myself to her. How do I snap out of this? And they just beat themselves up, beat themselves up about it. So why not let that helplessness come as fuel, right, for a prayer for help? And it doesn't need to be this like super impressive prayer. You don't need to speak King James version to Jesus. He knows you, but just a simple prayer to God, you know, help me stop comparing myself to other people. Your opinion of me is the only one I care about. I don't care about any of this other stuff. Help me get over this or, you know, forgive me, God, for comparing. Show me the way that you want me to go. And if you really, really start showing envy, like true envy for somebody else, I really like to to really stop what I'm doing and thank God for that person's gifts or talents, because obviously they have something that I admire that I want for myself. And so a good example of a prayer would be, you know, God, please continue to bless this person and help them use your gifts well. And you see how that it completely changes the feeling inside of you. You go from this anxiety of envy to praying for the person to use their gifts well. And I just, I, when you do that and you kind of shift that focus, I can just imagine Jesus smiling down on us and being like, that's growth. Like that's growth, baby. Keep doing that because we, that's what we are put on this earth to do is to pray for other people. And so lastly, what about what we should and shouldn't do? Should I hang out with these friends? Should I date this girl or guy? Should I send my kids to this school? And we spoke about this in pretty great detail last week. So I encourage you, if you haven't already go listen to season two episode 12 but i'm going to tell you every single time pray about it 
because God will guide you. He will show you and he will give you a message. It might take some time, but he will definitely show you. And and it really all comes down to this. Like, does it align with God's word? When you pray about it, are you getting a yes or a no? And if you're not getting anything, which is okay, keep praying, keep asking for guidance because he will answer you in his time, his perfect time. So I want to challenge you guys this week, go talk to a stranger on the street because remember wherever God places you is a holy appointment, right? It's holy ground. You are there for a reason. So whether you just happen to randomly stop in a coffee shop that day or randomly go to the grocery store to pick up something weird that you don't normally get, you're there on divine appointment. Connect with a coworker, share your journey, um, share your journey or your struggle, you guys, even your triumph. If you're having something that's just amazing happening in your life, share that. Share it with an old friend, a new friend, no matter how small it is. And remember that, that, uh, you know, that divine appointment thing, right? That could be a life-changing moment for somebody else. And I'll tell you that purpose will always unfold from within us when we decide to get bold. Purpose will unfold from us when we decide to get bold. And someone is waiting for you to come out of hiding today. And you really do matter more than you could ever, ever know. Where do you want your light to lead others? I really want you to think about that question. Where do you want your light to lead others? Like, what are you really, really passionate about? Maybe you've been abused in the past and you want to help other people get out of those situations or recover quicker quicker, or have, you know, um, assets or tools that they can do things better than how it went for you. Maybe you were an all-star college athlete and you ended up getting injured and then it led to depression. And, and now you have the opportunity to go the opportunity to go speak to colleges and talk about that struggle and how to kind of overcome that. Maybe you never got a college degree. You had babies early and you never thought you had any kind of future, but you found something that really fills your cup and gets you an income that you never thought you would ever have, right? Tell that story to the world. There are so many people who could use that as motivation, you guys. And I I'd said in the beginning, I dream of a, a place when or a time, I guess, when there wasn't social media. But at the same time, think of how many people you can reach with your story and your message. How many people can you help simply by sharing a one minute long story? It's life changing. Maybe at one time you were addicted to drugs, but one person had the courage to offer you help and offered you Jesus. And now you are completely changed. Like you are born again new. How many lives could that story change? right? Maybe you go into a homeless shelter and share your story and that gets two people out of the shelter, right? Maybe you had a really great childhood. Your life is good, but you just feel really empty inside. Share that too, because you guys, I know my God and he will send somebody at that exact right moment that can help you. Yes, I would love for you to go out and help all the people that you can, but sometimes you're going to share your story and you're going to get the help that you need. He works in such amazing ways. And it's like I said, it's okay to stay alone. It's okay to sulk and be sad for a bit. But friend, do not stay there. You were made for more. You were made for greatness. You were made to be bold. You were made to be a light in this world. You were made exactly as you are. And there's only one you. Then now in the future, there's only one of you. There will always be just you. That's it. There will never be another. How amazing is that? Like really and truly, how amazing is that? 
Oh, Father, thank you for this message today. We thank you for creating us. We thank you for free will and the power to make our own choices, but we need you more than anything else in our lives. We thank you, God, for other people's gifts and talents because they benefit your kingdom. God, we pray for each person we admire that you've blessed their gifts so they use them for your glory and your glory alone. We ask for wisdom and guidance to be bold today that we step out in faith and realize that we are never anywhere by accident. Help us know whose we are, who we are, and that we matter more than anything, especially in your eyes. Wrap us in your arms and shine your bright light on us today, God. In your name we pray. And all the saints said, amen. Thank you for tuning in this week. I cannot wait to see you back soon. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for On Our Way Podcast. And if you feel so inclined, please leave us a review on the podcast platform of your choice so that other believers can have a little more Jesus in their lives too. Have a good week, friends. Be good to each other and God bless.